You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today I'm talking about health and wellness coaching prices. Are you a health and wellness coach who wants to know about health and wellness coaching prices and more specifically, how to price your programs and packages? This episode shows you exactly how to create yes please pricing so that your coaching clients can see your services as a no-brainer. And I'm going to create a special bonus for you. It won't be ready for this episode, but it's going to be ready in the next one. It's called an irresistible pricing guide that will help you to take step-by-step action towards your goals. But for now, let's get into the steps to start thinking about and getting your pricing right. I guess the first thing to ask yourself is what actually commands price? What do you think affects price, the way people price their goods and people's willingness to buy things? Obviously, in any sort of a pricing model, you need to consider what it costs you to do the work and to have a markup on it. But that aside, I've identified nine things that affect pricing for a coaching business specifically. So some of these are general, but some of them are very specific and unique to coaching. Firstly, people tend to buy from people who are similar to them. And if you've heard me talking about high chemistry clients, you know that in a relationship business like coaching, the chemistry between you and your client can be a deal breaker. So if you don't have that chemistry, they may not want to buy from you. So that's one thing that commands whether they buy or not, but also the price. Secondly, around 90% of a client's buying decision is emotionally driven. Think the rider and elephant model. So it's really important that when we're talking prices to clients, there's a discussion around emotion or their wants and needs and their things that they want to get rid of in that conversation. Number three, people spend on things that are aligned with their values. So that includes relationships, that includes coaching relationships. Coming back to that high chemistry part of things, if what you do and the way you talk about it is aligned with them and who they are, they're more likely to buy and they're more more likely to pay more. Number four, people buy to solve a problem or for pleasure, rarely for other reasons. Now, people don't generally come to coaches for pleasure, they come to solve problems. So you need to be able to be very clear on how you help people solve problems and that will affect the types of prices that you can command. Number five, people tend to buy things that are described in words and images that are familiar to them and which speak to the desired outcome. What this means is if you describe something a certain way, but it's not the language that your ideal client uses for it, they'll probably look right past it and not even see what you're talking about. So you really need to listen to your coaching clients in the sessions you have with them and get clear on what it is that they want and need and use those words to talk about your services. That's going to affect what they will pay and their willingness to pay. Number six, people will pay more if the problem that they want to solve is big, painful and urgent. Someone who needs to lose two kilos, in their words, is going to be far less interested in paying someone to help them than someone who needs to lose 30 kilos. So think about the size of that problem and what people really, really want and how urgent it is for them to solve. Maybe being overweight, as an example, isn't an urgent thing, but having a diagnosis of something is. No matter what your niche, this is an important concept. 
Number seven, people will buy what they consider to be value for money. So if you're unable to back up the pricing that you are using, people will not buy from you. They need some way of measuring value. Number eight, please know that some people are price driven and will make most or all of their buying decisions based on the lowest price possible that they can get. They will be going for cheap stuff all of the time. And coaching is not a cheap service. So you need to get really clear on who you're speaking to and to know that some people are not going to be suitable for coaching. Number nine, people will only buy coaching services when they're ready, willing and able to change. If they're not ready to change, if they're saying they're not in the right headspace or in the right mindset or it's too confrontational, they won't want to do it. Once again, this comes down to how you position your services, but it does also come down to the type of people that you're targeting, their problem, and how big and scary the process of change is for them. Now, I'm covering all of these elements in my Irresistible Pricing Guide and talking about what you need to do to address them, and that will be coming soon. But for the sake of this podcast, let's assume that you can clearly position your prices around the discretionary income of your niche, That is, you know that they have enough money to spend uh, and they're willing to spend and they have a problem that you can help them solve and that they want to solve and that you know the value of what you do and that you can help them achieve results through coaching. Let's just assume some of those things right now and I will talk about them a little more as we go on. So here's a health coach pricing guide. How do you price your services as a health and wellness coach? In this episode, I'm going to speak directly to hourly rates pricing because that's where most graduate coaches feel comfortable to start, usually coming out of an hourly rate job role or something like that and being very familiar with that way of working. It is not a long-term strategy in my opinion, but for now, let's start here because this is valuable for most of you listening. And I'll talk about packaging later in this episode as well and other pricing strategies in a future episode. But thinking on the, about the nine factors affecting pricing that I've just described, we already know that lower income people and pe- people who are generally frugal will pay less will be less willing to spend money than those who earn more and who are prepared to spend on themselves for their own personal growth and well-being. Think about a client that you know who is investing in a gym membership they're um, going to yoga classes, they've gone to a naturopath, they get acupuncture. Someone who's spending money on those things is going to more easily connect with the value of what you do than somebody who doesn't do those things. So people are willing to spend money if they're spending on other health boosting or personal development services but possibly not willing to spend money if they put themselves last all the time. Now think about that one for a moment. It's easier to do things for yourself or do things to yourself or to get treatments, but working on yourself to become a better person, hmm, some people might think that that money is better spent on people who are more important than them. Just wanted to flag that and bring that to your attention. You would need to find some motivators for them to buy. But that aside, depending on the niche you service, most health and wellness coaches who are starting out are generally going to charge a lower session rate for either individuals or groups or both. 
And that's because they don't feel like they know enough or they're experienced enough. And I say, fair enough. I'll talk about that more in a moment. Coaches who've been in business longer or who have a specialized area or other skill set or qualification generally come out of a coaching qualification and start off charging a higher rate. And if you package your coaching program with additional services and present raving testimonials and success stories to your audience, I would say it becomes 300% easier to demonstrate the value of your services. If you read the associated blog post uh, with this episode, which I'll have a link to in the website, uh, in the show notes, sorry, I've got a quick guide as an image as to a health coach pricing guide as a sliding scale based on experience, specialty and proof of success. I've created roughly a linear model. And the starting figures are somewhere between $30 to $70 a session. The lower price is usually for groups. And some coaches are charging up up to $300 or $450 a session. And that's usually when they have a specialty or more experience. If you check out that diagram, you'll see the relationship between price and experience, specialty and proof of success. Here's the thing, though. No matter how many years of experience or what your specialty is, social proof, testimonials, are a critical factor in a buying decision. And the best thing is that it's something that even new coaches can get. All you need to do is to be in the habit of collecting client feedback and testimonials that people are willing to be published for every coaching program that you deliver, even the pro bono ones, and then to publish those testimonials with permission on your website and or social media platforms, on your brochures, and on any other promotional material you do, webinars, courses, anything where you're demonstrating that people like what you do and have gotten results from it. Letting your customers talk about their success and results takes the pressure off you, you don't feel like you're boasting and you don't feel like you're promising something you can't deliver. When your client talks about you, that's amazing. And I have had the privilege of that through my 10 years of working as a professional coach and it's just so humbling and so reassuring at the same time. So just to recap the pricing, generally graduate health and wellness coaches in Australia without another health-related qualification feel comfortable charging in the $30 to $70 per session range. And those with another qualification or job-related experience, maybe in training or teaching or project management, generally feel more comfortable charging a higher rate, maybe $60 to $100 as a starting point. Just because they have a little bit more sense of capability about delivering a program perhaps. Also, please recognize that it takes time to build a presence and a client base. And you'll need to learn not only to serve those people, but to keep them buying from you for maintenance or consistency. And that's how you will work toward a proper sustainable income as a coach. Assuming that you can do that, that you can gradually build a client base, start progressively seeing more people over a longer period, then you should be able to earn $30,000 a year part-time or more or $100,000 a year full-time or more within two years if your value proposition is strong enough. That is the reason that why people buy from you. That's what your value proposition is. 
it's in the context of the results that your clients typically get and how important and life-changing those results are to them. With a strong value proposition, I had a six-figure business within 18 months of delivering my signature program that I created in 2012. I started delivering it in 2013 in a tiny town where nobody knew me. I moved here from the other side of Australia, and if I could do that, you can do it too. You just need to be really clear on the value proposition and that there is urgency and demand that is people willing to buy that service. Beyond those prices indicated, and they are only indicators, some people feel confident to charge more or less. You can put your prices up when you are ready to do so, but most coaches feel confident enough to raise prices within two years of starting. And I have two more things to say on price. Firstly, the price you set dictates the quality of clients that you attract. I'll dig into this in a moment. Secondly, you can only ask for a price that you feel comfortable with, and that's what I have called the Goldilocks pricing method. Let's explore both of them. Firstly, the quality of client. Here's a fact. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it is a fact. I've tested it myself. If you set your prices really low, you will probably attract a lot of people, including those who don't really value coaching or aren't committed or who are just buying something because of the price rather than the value. I actually know people who are frugal and they choose to go on specific types of holiday, not because they particularly enjoy those types of holiday, but because they're cheap. They would go there and complain about a lot of things about those holidays, but they chose that particular way of taking a holiday simply because of price. So I would like to introduce you to the term, if you haven't heard it before, freeples, <laughs> which is people who want things for free, or cheaples, which is people who only buy discounted services. This is the kiss of death for a coaching business. So here's the important message. If you focus on price in your marketing and sales conversations, you will more likely attract people who focus on price too. Let me say that again. If your marketing and sales conversations are all about or focus on price without any other substance around them, you're more likely going to attract people who also focus on price and that makes it hard to sell things. So your ultimate goal is to include price in your conversation, definitely, but to focus on building up the value of what you do around that. If you're in my Facebook group, the Coaching Success Accelerator, I encourage you to go in and download the value stack worksheet from the units. If you aren't in my group, you're welcome to join. It's in Facebook and the group's called Coaching Success Accelerator. So how do you switch things around? How do you stop focusing on price? Well, it's a thinking habit. I encourage you to get into the thinking habit of instead of focusing on price, focusing on value. So thinking about the value of what you do rather than the price. And while you're doing that to set a price that is moderate and market savvy, as in it's mid-range in the market and offers value for money in your opinion, a great way to test this is 
would you pay that sort of money for that sort of service? Would that be value for money in your opinion? Setting a slightly higher price might attract fewer people, but you'll get fewer tyre kickers and a much higher percentage of serious buyers who will see the value in what you do and be committed to paying the money and getting the results. People who don't pay much are not investing much financially, emotionally and physically, and they're less likely to complete a course. That's why for me in my business, I was able to get a 99% success rate because I had a screening process that only selected the right people for my program who wouldn't commit and succeed. And I had a price point that wasn't too cheap. It was market rate, it was fair, and it was value for money in the eyes of my clients. Think of it this way, which type of person, the low cost person or the value based person is more likely to stick with their coaching program and get better results? Which one will have a more positive impact on your reputation, marketing, sales and referrals? I think you can see by now it's a no-brainer. So how do you set that price? Well, I have coined the phrase Goldilocks pricing method. You can only ask a price that you feel comfortable with. So just coming back to that point I mentioned earlier, start where you are. I developed this pricing model, which will be in my irresistible pricing guide, to help you get your pricing right so that you feel comfortable asking for it and your clients feel happy to pay it. That's mouth-watering, irresistible, yes please pricing. Here's how the Goldilocks pricing method works. When you set a price for a service, check in with yourself and ask yourself how you feel about it. If the price is too high, you'll be scared of asking for it, which will block you from even promoting it, let alone having that sales conversation. If you feel like your price is too low, you'll feel resentful and like it's not worth your time and effort, and that will also block you from promoting or cause a lower quality client experience, neither of which you want. But if the pricing is just right, you'll feel like it's good value for money. You will have that sense inside of you based on your own experience as a customer. So check in with yourself and get the price right because then you'll be able to ask for it. And this is a no-brainer for you as a business owner. You'll be asked, you'll, with the right price, you'll be able to ask for it no matter what. So here's an important point. Right now you might be set on a certain price or rate because of where you feel comfortable, but imagine how you might feel if you stopped thinking about the price and more about the value. So coming back to that concept, if you were to focus your thoughts on the value and all of the great things that you can do and help create, I bet the bar would move on your pricing. You'd feel more comfortable with higher pricing or you'd get there sooner or both. Now, this is not about ripping people off or trying to boast about making a lot of money. It's simply about positioning the value of what you do, not just for your own services, but for our industry as a whole. The more people who believe in the value of coaching are out there and can talk about it and promote it, the faster we'll be able to gain traction as an industry and create viable careers. Just a final word on this, and it's confidence and conviction. The number one secret to feeling a sense of value and to creating yes please pricing is to develop confidence and conviction in what you do, how you help people and the outcomes it can create. Think about it. If you enter a conversation and you're passionate about how you can help people and the results that clients have gotten and the value of what you do, 
that's going to be contagious and other people are going to believe in that too. And the sooner you get into that mindset, the better. I have a podcast on how to do this, even if you don't believe in yourself and your ability right now, even if you're fresh out of coaching school. So I'm going to put the link to that podcast in here. Finally, I want to talk about packaging health coaching services just briefly as a more advanced strategy to really create yes, please pricing. It's where you take your basic coaching program, eight weeks, six weeks, 10 weeks or whatever, and you add tangible, valuable assets to increase the perceived value of your program. And those assets could include branded worksheets, videos, journals, booklets, guides, or other resources, including physical resources that will help your client to make lasting change or make habit change easier or become more self-aware. That's one way you can package is to add physical or digital goods to a coaching program. Another option is to blend coaching with another professional service that you offer, as I discussed earlier, and I will do a whole separate episode on that because a lot of people have been asking me, well, how do I do that? How do I blend coaching with counselling or how do I blend coaching with dietetics? What do I do? What does it look like? So I'm going to talk about that separately. But in either case, your potential client can see the tangible value of what you're doing, of the service, and of all of the things that they're going to get as part of working with you. So it feels like more value than just a conversation, which is a little bit intangible and hard to pin down. Another factor, just building on this idea of packaging and other things, is that in terms of yes, please pricing, it's also what you call your packages that makes a huge difference. Just for now, I'd like you to imagine yourself being a customer. You've spoken to a coach on the phone and she said, oh, would you like to buy my eight-week coaching program? Hmm. Now, what if she's called it something else? What if she said, would you like to buy or would you like to take part in my results program? Which one sounds more appealing? Which one would you want to buy? Now imagine there were three options to choose from with increasing value. As a client, once again, would you be more attracted to an eight-week, 12-week or six-month coaching package, for example? Or would you be more interested if they were called a results package, a success package or a transformation package? Maybe those names are a little corny, but you get the idea. If you're reading this or going to read this on my blog, you will see I've put in another little diagram there about a health coach package guide for a program. So we've got the program itself, 8, 12 weeks or 6 months or 6 weeks or whatever you decide. We've got opportunities to add tangible value and that could be maybe something as simple as a pen and some worksheets or those things plus a support group or those things plus videos and bonus tools or a bonus session with you. And then the name of the package, which demonstrates what they will get, results, success or transformation, or your own version. My program is called Downsize Me. It's pretty clear that what people want is to lose weight. I don't want to call it weight loss, so I called it Downsize Me. Guess what? People love it. That's what they want. So just to wrap up what I've discussed today, as you can see, there are a few ways to build value into your coaching business and create yes, please pricing. I mentioned nine points that affect pricing and they are really important that you understand. 
I've given you a health coach pricing guide and some indications of how to set your pricing and to be careful of the quality of client and the Goldilocks pricing method. Also, I've talked about the fact that confidence and conviction are really important and the key to selling anything because you'll want to, you want to take the, the focus off the price and onto the value. And finally, I talked about packaging health coaching services as an advanced strategy. So adding some tangible value through physical resources or by combining what you do with another skill or qualification that you have and giving that package a really great name. I hope this has been really useful for you. If you have comments or feedback or questions, hit me up on the contact page of my website, melaniejwhite.com. Alternatively, ask to join my Facebook group, Coaching Success Accelerator. And if you are already a member, make sure you jump into the units and grab the value stack worksheet to help you get your pricing right. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. Slightly longer episode today. I covered a lot of ground. I hope you found it useful. I look forward to seeing you next time. See you soon.